Let the words of my lips and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. You may be seated. That reading from 2 Corinthians is pretty weird, isn't it? Thanks for some people who are paying attention. Um, <laughs> probably been misinterpreted a whole bunch. There's another book in the Bible that's probably been misinterpreted a lot, um, and, and that's the book of Revelation. And there's this um, very entertaining series of books called Left Behind, and Catherine and I actually have each written about that in one of the daily reflection pieces. And, it, and the premise is essentially that like the world is going on, and then all these people just disappear they vanish, and they're gone, and everybody's looking around like, where is everybody? So the rumor is it was based on the book of Revelation, but I actually believe those people visited an Episcopal church on a holiday weekend, (laughs) and that was the emphasis for the series. Uh, It is a holiday weekend, and an important one at that. It's the 4th of July, Um, and besides, you know, reasons to get together with family and friends and swim and all that good stuff, what the secular holiday celebrates is freedom. It celebrates freedom. And it's easy for us to conflate freedom with human will, this idea that we can do whatever we want. That's what we often think of freedom. But in the, in the patriotic sense, the reason that we celebrate this holiday as religious people is the freedom to walk in this nave. So I've often kind of told people in kind of the pondering of symbolism that probably the best place for a flag is at the narthex, the entry in, because it gives us that freedom when every person that walks into the nave, as Americans, we have that right to worship how we choose to worship. That's the patriotic sense of freedom is the ability to, to worship. It's not human will. That's, you know, we know there's consequences to our actions. We don't get to do whatever we want. But religious freedom, the freedom that is talked about in the gospel is a little bit different. So on this day where we celebrate freedom, it's probably a good idea to look at what Paul says when he talks about freedom in Christ and what we are given in that freedom, which is a little bit different. The best example I can come up with as of today, um, at least that's, that's, that's modern, is a little thing that happened yesterday morning. Um, you'll have to, to bear with me because it takes some turns. Uh, Ann and I and the kids and our four-year-old Labrador Retriever, Sugar Magnolia, Blossoms Blooming Burris, were invited to go swimming at a lake this weekend, and so we um, went to the lake, and the lake is interesting in the sense that there's not a lot of access to the shoreline. And so where this person's access, they have like, there's, there's a road, and there's a little path that takes you straight onto a dock, and the only way to get into that water set is this, this big dock, and it kind of cuts off the slope in the bank because there's like a high bank, and then on the right is a boat dock, and then it's kind of weeds and, and, and water. 
So if you want to go swimming, you have to go by the dock. And the dock is about three and a half feet from the water in most areas, and then there's a kind of walk down where it's about a foot um, from the water. So it's the four of us in Sugar Magnolia, and Sugar's the kind of lab who um, has no interest in other dogs. She really only cares about her family in tennis balls. And so she's in a new place, and she's kind of nervous, and she's you know, really reluctant to get farther than a few inches from us. And so the kids are, you know, kind of looking and scoping out the water, and she's going back and forth between Jack and Bailey, and she's kind of excited. And then all of a sudden, this like crazy gust of wind comes up, and the big flamingo pool float that the kids had brought down takes off in the lake. And then Jack and Bailey are screaming. Then Anne starts screaming. And then Jack and Bailey jump in the water and start swimming. And what happens? Sugar Magnolia is terrified that something awful is happening to Jack and Bailey. She jumps in to save them. So she starts swimming to Jack and Bailey. She gets to Jack and Bailey. They've got their life jackets already on. I'm making the decision, do I go for the pool float now or do I get the dog? One that will have consequences of me swimming about 100 yards farther than I wanted to swim that day. And so I start kind of beckoning the dog. The dog realizes that Jack and Bailey are safe. She swims back to where the ladder is. And the only way to get her out is to reach and kind of grab her by the collar and the fur and help her up, climb the stairs up, where she is successfully hoisted back onto the dock. I'm able to swim and go get the pool float. Everybody is well. And all of you are left wondering, what in God's name does that have to do with Christian freedom? Fair enough. We'll stop real quick. One of the things that we hear in Scripture, and I know that I'm picking readings that are not from today, um, so I'm really just referencing when we hear about freedom, we have the freedom to live as Christ has given us life. That is not freedom to do what we want. This is interesting in the collect. One little word that's pretty powerful to me. Oh God, you have taught us to keep all your commandments by loving you and our neighbor. We often, as, as, as people, put all this emphasis on rules. And essentially what this colic does is it shifts the emphasis not on the rules. We follow God's commandments not by the commandments, but by our love of God and love of our neighbor. When we talk about freedom in Christ, we have the freedom to live. We have the freedom not to have death. I mean, think about that baptismal covenant. We find life what happens each time we hold one of our children or an adult comes here and is sprinkled with water? We are thrown into the lake. We are thrown into the lake with one purpose, to love God and our neighbor, 
to swim out there to the people that we think we are in need, regardless if they really are or not. We don't have an option. We don't get to say, well, I don't want to love that person. We don't get to say, I don't want to forgive that person. We don't get to say that I'm not interested in the well-being of people who are suffering or in need. If we want to find life, the freedom to have life comes from our love of God and love of neighbor. I'm sorry, we don't get to do anything else. To find life, that's the freedom that we are given, that opportunity to find life. And we find it by loving God and each other. On this day, which is so important to us, there's probably a lot of us that will celebrate the freedom that our country provides. Some of us may reflect on how difficult it is for all of us to have the fullness of life. But the reason that we are gathered here is because we've given the opportunity, the freedom to love God. And in that, we find life. And when it gets challenging, because we're out there wandering in the lake, we'll be all right because God is there with us in the midst. I just realized that's kind of conflating to assume that I was God for sugar magnolia. <laughs> Apologize, not the ego torn down. Um, but we're always there to be rescued and to know that we're not alone in this crazy journey. So may we find the freedom that God has given us through our love of each other and our neighbors. Amen.